Hey guys, Scouse here. Um, just wanted to come to you today with a new show and idea that I have been working on for quite some time. It is myself today. I'm doing this solo. So I just wanted to um, welcome you to this one. This is going to be what I call the standing show. So I have been working on standings for WWE wrestlers for a little while now. I have calculated their record for this entire year. It includes house shows, main event, Raw, SmackDown, and any premium live event that has taken place so far. This has been updated through the end of the week last week, so this does not include Monday Night Raw from this week. So as you can see on the screen if you are watching this on YouTube, if you are, please make sure you drop a like and hit the subscribe button to get any notifications of any new videos that I have posted. This um, is showing the top 16 wrestlers for singles matches for men and women. I'm going to go over the top 10 for each of them. So let's start with the women's division right now. In, and uh, this is based off of by wins. So this is not a winning percentage. This is total wins that they have had in singles matches or triple threats and fatal four ways. I have not included any um, Royal Rumble in here, any Battle Royals, or any of that sort. So let's start with the women, like I said. So in first place, we have Bianca Belair with 25 wins, Charlotte Flair with 24 in second place, Becky Lynch in third place with 17 wins, Aaliyah in fourth place with uh, 13 wins, Liv Morgan in fifth place with 12 wins. Then we have two people tied for sixth with nine wins, and those are Rhea Ripley and Ronda Rousey. Uh, eighth place is Naomi with six wins, also tied with Raquel Rodriguez at six wins. And then in 10th place, you have Alexa Bliss with five wins. Moving over to the men's singles. Uh, first place, you have Omas with 27 wins. Second place, you have Veer with 26. Third place, you have Ricochet with 24 wins. Fourth place is Finn Balor with 20. Fifth place is Riddle with 19 wins. Sixth place, you have Cody Rhodes with 18 wins. In seventh place, you have a tie between Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns for 17 wins. Ninth place, you have Austin Theory with 16 wins. And in 10th place, there's a two-way tie as well with AJ Styles and Gunther with 14 wins. So it's pretty um, spread out more so with the women where the two top two are... Uh, far away ahead of the third place person while with the men's the top uh, top two top three are a little further away but then you have a great bunch between ten uh, four through ten so the standings can change at any time for the tag standings um, this is combined all tag teams all uh, two people tag teams not if it's a six man not if it's an eight-man match, ten-man, any of those. This is just specifically tag teams. So you have um, the Usos having the most wins this year with 22 wins. Uh, you have Street Profits in second place tied with Sasha Banks and Naomi. Those both have 18 wins. And then a big drop-off to fourth place. You have RK-Bro with 11. Fifth place, you have Alpha Academy with 9. Sixth place, you have the Mysterios with 8. 7th place you have the Viking Raiders with 7. 
Eighth place, you have Sheamus and Rin Holland tied with Seth Rollins and KO at six wins. And in 10th place, you have Nakamura and Rick Boogs with five wins. So as you can see, um, a lot of the time, the wrestlers are in the tag teams are wrestling more for singles because you did see um, Riddle in the list in the previous page. But the main tag teams that they focus on do have a lot of wins and a lot of matches. Like, for instance, Sasha Banks and Naomi were actually 18-0 and 0 before everything had happened with them. Dawkins and Montez Ford, the Street Profits, are 18-12, and 12, and the Usos are 22-8. and 8. So there is a lot of tag team wrestling that does happen in um, WWE. It just might not be meaningful at all times. So let's move over to this: uh, the overall wins, winning percentage for wrestlers in WWE. So this has every single match that they have been in outside of Battle Royals and the Royal Rumble. I have included four like six-man tags, eight-man tags, like I had said before. This is all factored into this. So in this, you will see some wrestlers having a 100% winning percentage when they wrestle one match. So I'm not going to really um, go over those so much. I'm going to be going over the people that have great winning percentages that have wrestled a ton. So you have Veer, in the and this is the men's side. Veer, who is 26-0. Cody Rhodes, who is 20-0. Gunther is 15-0. And Edge is 5-0. And those are the only four wrestlers that have wrestled more than one match on the men's side since January 1st that are undefeated, that have not lost a match. On the women's side, you have nobody that has wrestled more than one match undefeated. The closest person that you would have would be Dana Brooke, who is 8-1 and has an 89% winning percentage. Outside of that, let's finish off the um, women's top 10. So you're going to have Dana Brooke, who is in third, like I just said, with an 89 winning percentage. You had Sasha Banks, who is 26-4 with an 87% winning percentage. Raquel Rodriguez is 6-1 with 86%. Charlotte Flair was 24-6 with an 80%. Uh, Ronda Rousey is in 7th. She has a 72% winning, percent, uh, winning percentage. 8th is Bianca Belair, who is 29 and 13 with a 69%. 9th was Naomi with uh, 29 and 14 with a 67%. And then in 10th place, you, had Alexa, you have Alexa Bliss, who is 5 and 3 with a 63% winning percentage. So on the women's side, you have some wrestlers that have put in a lot of work this year. Sasha Banks has wrestled 30 matches. Um... Bianca Belair has wrestled 42. Naomi had wrestled 43. You have Becky Lynch, who's wrestled 38. Rhea Ripley, who's wrestled 40. And the person who has wrestled the most on the women's side has actually been Liv Morgan. And she has wrestled 50 matches. And her record is 20 and 30. So she only has a 40% winning percentage. So she puts in the work. She doesn't always see the benefits from it. Let's move over onto the men's side. So we had the... Um, the four that I already explained. So we're going to move into the next one. We have Tomasa Champa, who is 12 and 2 with an 86% winning percentage. Omas, who is 27 and 7 with a 79% winning percentage. You have Bobby Lashley, who is 19 and 5 with a 79% winning percentage. Ezekiel, who is 8 and 3 with a 73% winning percentage. Rey Mysterio, who is 13 and 5 with a 72% winning percentage. 
and then you have two others tied with him for winning percentages. So you have Riddle, who is 36 and 14, and AJ Styles, who is 18 and 7. Um, that rounds out the top 10. I excluded the ones that were 1 and 0, so this way you can see um, how much of a disparity there is between some of the wrestlers and not. Riddle, for instance, has wrestled 50 matches so far this year, as to where Ezekiel has only wrestled 11, or Edge has only wrestled 5. But right now, the longest winning streak that you have going on is Veer. He's had 26 consecutive uh, matches won. Cody Rhodes was the one getting closest to him. He was up to 20 before his unfortunate injury. Uh, Gunther, who is the new uh, IC champion, is up to 15. So he is the closest one that can come um, within striking distance for Veer. So some of the wrestlers that have wrestled the most this year, we had, like I said, Riddle wrestled 50. You have Jimmy and Jay Uso, who are both wrestled uh, 53, uh, 54 and 53, respectively. You have Ricochet, who's wrestled 37 times. Finn Balor, who's wrestled 36 times. And then all the way near the bottom, who has wrestled 47 times, you have Seth Rollins. He has a 28% winning percentage this year. So what, what you're going to see when I go over the power rankings doesn't always take into effect just their wrestling. It takes into everything going on about the character. And I wanted to point this out because while he only has a 28% winning percentage, you see him all the time on the show and he's doing some of his best work at the moment. Like Austin Theory, who is your United States champion, only has a 42% winning percentage. He's 18 and 25. Um, Kevin Owens is 15 and 19. Damon Priest is 17 and 21. So you have a lot of wrestlers who are putting in work. So this is great to see. It's something easily tracked that I um, came up with. And this is something that I love to do. So it's hopefully something that I'm going to continue bringing forward to you guys. But before I go, I do want to go over what my power rankings are um, as of the end of last week. And I'm going to be updating this each week. And I will show who's moving up and who's moving down. So moving over to the power rankings. So right now in number 10, I have Rhea Ripley. Um, the reason behind that is because she is the number one contender for the women's. Uh, she has been getting some good wins and I just love the storyline of uh, Judgment Day and I'm excited to see what happens now that Edge is gone. Are they going to keep going forward with it or is it? are they going to take a step back and is it going to make Ed, uh, Judgment Day feel like it never even existed because you know they're t they're, they tend to do things like that. In number nine I have Theory. Um, he is the United States champion. He has been getting some good wins over um, some wrestlers but I like what he does, and I like how, I like the storylines that he's in, so that's the reason I put him up on number nine. Uh, number eight, you have Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is always in the title picture. Um, yes, these last couple weeks, she has been doing the 24-7 thing with Dana Brooke, but it's not really doing it. It's just the way that they're putting out the story there. So that's why she's a little bit lower on this as opposed to being up on the top. Roman Reigns is number seven um, for the mere fact that he is the undisputed... WWE Universal Champion. He hasn't been on TV in three weeks. I know he comes back this Friday, so we'll see what happens whether he moves up or moves down. Number six, you have Riddle. He is the number one contender for the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion, so I'm excited to see what happens at this match on Friday. Uh, number five, you have Bianca Belair, who is the Raw Women's Champion. So her, she's prominent on the show. She's always there. She's putting out great matches. She deserves to be up on the standings. 
Number four, Seth Rollins. So this is what I was saying before. So Seth Rollins, this is because of what he brings to TV. The way he does things. Everything going on between him and Cody. Like, it's just enjoyable to watch. And he has put so much effort into everything that he does. This man deserves to be up here in the top five. Number three, Cody Rhodes. Um, had it not been for the unfortunate injury, I probably would have had him higher in here because of how well he has been since his return. Just the way that everything has gone, it's just been perfect, and I was excited to see what happened with him going forward. Uh, Veer is number two. Just for the fear fat, fear, um, can't think of the right word. Just for the fact that he has done so well and he is undefeated as a wrestler within WWE. And at number one, you have Gunther. He is 15-0. He is the new Intercontinental Champion, and I'm excited to see what goes on going forward. Okay? Well, that is all that I'm going to have for you today. If you are listening to this on one of our podcasts, make sure you um, subscribe so this way you can get notifications of when the new one comes out. And then if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you like the video, share it, subscribe, and this way we can get our videos out there to more people and hopefully people like what I'm doing here. Thank you again, and we hope to see you again soon.